this is going to be a real race through the sort of history of urban design. No apology for it. This is quite a long history, and we start with the Industrial Revolution. Um, clearly, before the Industrial Revolution, the logic for where people lived was a lot to do with security, water, tr um, transport routes, crossing rivers, and so forth, and um, so forth. But the, the first um, where we start is with industrial cities. This was the uh, bringing about of major um, uh, fabrication and um, manufacture, bringing large numbers of people who lived in pretty squalid conditions, walked to work, and had very, very unhealthy um, context to, to, to grow up and, and live in. Um, that uh, led through to the Garden Cities movement in the 1890s, and I'm sure you've probably all seen the three magnets. This is the uh, famous um, diagram of um, country, town, and um, town country. Uh, what's interesting, I think, particularly about the, um, uh, the labels on it, and some of them you, you, you can't see, but there is one said, which says freedom, cooperation. So it's, it's not just about the physical environment. It was actually a sort of social vision of how to live better, how to um, make better places for people to uh, live, work, and move around in. And Park and Unwin won a competition to design Letchworth. And so the, the vision for um, that uh, new suburbia was um, one of a, a more village-like life, smaller scale, lower densities. In fact, the densities there are about um, one-eighth the density that the city um, was at at that time. So it gives you an idea of the reduction in density that was being proposed then. Um, after the cataclysm of the First World War, um, uh, homes for heroes, uh, desire to provide a better place for everybody and a, a new era. Fed by, by then, public transport railways underground was enabling and opening up huge tracts of um, suburban um, development at these lower densities. And then in the early 30s, uh, Le Corbusier uh, wrote hugely lectured vastly on, and this is an image of his vision for Paris. Um, it seems Corb didn't really like streets, but um, had a vision, and it's quite a European vision of um, people not living in semi-detached houses, as was Raymond Unwin's um, vision, but living in apartments, living high in a city, and as you can appreciate, it's now uh, the vision there is of buildings sitting in space rather than the streets we've been looking at before, which define space. So it's a complete reversal of uh, a previous way of thinking about cities. And then, in fact, during the Second World War, uh, Abercrombie was planning uh, London. The Abercrombie plan um, started in 1944, uh, rather as... Um, uh, Wren was planning the uh, city of London while the fire of London was still going on in 1666. Abercrombie was still um, was planning before the end of the war. The vision was to um, provide new um, settlements outside of the city to provide a green belt, to provide parks and uh, improve movement, but it was still very much a planning idea of segregating land uses so that all the dirty things and noisy things went together and all the residential went together and all the civic things went together. So it was that sort of um, zoning idea which was very much behind the thinking. And that's what um, 
was also behind thinking of the new towns, many of which were um, satellite dormitories uh, to other industrial areas. And um, so they've um, subsequently suffered many of the new towns because those industrial bases have moved on. And that's where the whole reinvention of employment, um, particularly in the 1980s onwards, has um, been very challenging for society. But it's these places which showed um, uh, car-dominated world, obviously easy to move around, but um, at the expense of the quality of the place. And there is a um, huge amount of suburban sprawl at densities which are really, as, as you probably all know, not particularly sustainable in terms of being able to um, provide uh, bus services even and um, uh, disincentives really to be walking and cycling to schools, work and so forth. And um, the mono zoning right through to the present um, is something which we're all tackling with and trying to get back to a, a more complex and varied um, scale of development. And it really was the urban renaissance sort of movement in the uh, late 90s, which has um, put people back at the emphasis of, um, the, 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 as the focus of attention, how to, um, what place can they uh, have that's better, where can, um, how can they partake in the process as well. And so it's more of a bottom-up um, exercise rather than a top-down exercise. And so this is a diagram sort of summing up that onward and upward, at least we hope it's upward and um, onward. Um, it's sort of cartoon that Johnny drew of the, those eras and experiments, and I think that is the problem. There have been an awful lot of experiments, and we continue to experiment. We have to. Innovation is about experimenting. But we've got to learn from the mistakes of the past. And what are the new issues going to be? Um, clearly, um, uh, it's a whole issue about proximity to food and our relationship to health and moving around. And so um, perhaps those will be major influences on um, planning and on urban design.